You're listening to the Talking Rheumatology Research Podcast, brought to you by the British Society for Rheumatology. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us. It is an absolute pleasure to talk to Dr. Ala Ishenko, who's a rheumatologist uh, and a PhD fellow at the University Hospital in Leuven. And uh, we'll be talking today about women in rheumatology, major contributions and key discoveries of the 20th century. Welcome, Dr. Ishenko. Thank you very much, Dr. Gupta. So uh, just to start, uh, would you like to throw some light on how you came up with this brilliant idea? We have actually read uh, a very interesting article that was in German paper, the uh, Zeitschrift für Rheumatologie, and that was 80 milestones in rheumatology. Uh, they have reviewed uh, 80 different uh, rheumatologists that made contributions from 1940 to 2020. And I was very surprised to read that there were extremely few women in this list. So we have decided to correct that. And we have searched to find what were the contributions of, of women in our speciality from the beginning. And I have to say in the beginning of the 20th century, it was majorly a male uh, profession, but we have still um, found uh, very distinct professors that have made major discoveries. For example, Nana Schwartz, who have discovered salazoperin, uh, also um, uh, Gertrude B. Allian, uh, who has also uh, made major contribution in uh, discoveries of several medications. And we have thus decided to write this article for everyone to acknowledge these wonderful women scientists. That's truly wonderful. It's always lovely to draw up inspiration from all these prominent figures in history, taking us back in time and uh, reminding us of how... Uh, we need to learn from them each day. So how, how did you uh, end up uh, shortlisting the final people? Of course, I'm sure there would, there would have been quite a few to talk about. We have searched for a list of laureates of uh, prestigious Karl Nachman Prize in Rheumatology. There were more than uh, 85 laureates in total and only around 10% of them were women. So we have looked at all these laureates and we have uh, gathered information about uh, selected uh, some of them. We have then uh, searched for laureates of a Nobel Prize and out of 200 laureates in medicine, only 12 were women and only one of them has made contributions in rheumatology. And then uh, through these uh, researches, we started to search also in Google Scholar and uh, Scopus. And then we have identified in the end more than 30 women that have made uh, very interesting contributions to science and to our clinical profession. And then the most excruciating part was selecting them because I think all of them have made uh, great scientific contributions and also have uh, promoted women in, in rheumatology. For example, one of them, uh, Nana Schwartz, was the first professor uh, ever in uh, Sweden. And uh, some of them were uh, first women to get actually a rheumatology position. And uh, so they've also 
uh, paved the way for others and opened the doors for other women. But of course, sometimes we had very little information available. And that's why we had to unfortunately exclude some of them. But in the end, it was a very uh, subjective, of course, choice. And because we have, we have chosen ones over the others does not necessarily mean that they've made more contributions than the others. Yes, uh, that's uh, really uh, very insightful that there were few women who started off being professors and there was clearly a gender gap dating back in time. So why do you think gender issue related articles might be important to write and talk about? I think, first of all, it has been shown that it's usually women that are interested in these subjects for a reason, I think. Uh, I think that there is still a certain gender gap in particular in academic uh, rheumatology. And uh, for example, women are, uh, have less high academic positions than, than men do. And that's why it's very important to attract attention to this issue, to raise awareness and um, to praise uh, women scientists. And I think just by doing that, we inspire a new generation uh, of scientists, um, females, or but not necessarily. And um, we hope to contribute to equity, to gender equity in this way. That's correct. So uh, when you went through a themes of literature, was there any particular woman who inspired you uh, beyond the rest? Anything that I think it's, it's, of course, personally for me, it was a very um, subjective choice. But I was really inspired by Bevra Han, who is, a, who is a scientist, and she works on lupus. But also she has written a very beautiful report at the um, 1994 ACR when they were also discussing gender issues. And in her report, she has acknowledged how difficult it is for women to combine um, personal and family life as well as science. And that, of course, from the academic uh, milieu, there has to be a certain understanding of these issues and uh, that by helping and contributing, by somehow negotiating with um, uh, and on being more um, flexible, that academic environment helps women in this way to go forward. And what she said, I think, was a very beautiful phrase. And she said, we should do what we can do in 24 hours, allotted to each day. Be satisfied with your achievements, grieve briefly over defeats, and move ahead. I think it's a very beautiful phrase, and that's how we end our article. I think it's very inspiring for women. And also, you realize that you cannot do everything, but you have to move forward anyway. That's lovely indeed. Thanks for sharing your insights. So just to close the session, what would you advise to young female researchers and specialists in training as yourself? I think uh, it's very important to seek for balance between scientific career, uh, family and personal life. I think it is impossible to do everything. And I think uh, although it might take a longer time for a woman who has to combine a lot of things at the same time, I think we still have to move on and and persevere uh, in order to achieve our goals and never give up. Lovely. Thank you very much, Dr. Shenko, for your time. 
And thanks to our viewers for listening today. Thank you, Dr. Gupta. Thank you for listening to Talking Rheumatology Research, brought to you by BSR. Please do rate, share and subscribe through your favourite podcast app.